Hello, and welcome to the Shrokit Podcast. I'm Jenny Townsend, your host. This podcast is for individuals that are wanting to grow personally and professionally. The podcast is going to offer mindset shifts, personal experiences from myself and guest. We're also going to provide some great resources, tools, and direction for navigating life. The goal is to inspire you and encourage you to take ownership of your life and begin living it completely fully today. Let's get to stroking it. Hello and welcome. I'm Jenny Townsend, your host. I'm excited to be here with you today. I am going to be breaking down the five ways to stroke individuals in your life. And I have done a couple episodes similar to this, and I have broken them down into different stakeholders. So it could be stroke yourself episode, it could be stroke your spouse episode, stroke your employer, stroke your employee. So what I decided to do is kind of merge them all together and give you five ways to implement into every single relationship first and foremost. So this is going to be one of our quickies. It's going to be a great episode for you just to take a little bit of information about your personal life and your professional life. And when you're thinking about this, maybe consider how your spouse or your partner or your employer may be doing some of these things already, but if they haven't or they're not, you could implement these and encourage them to do them as well. So first and foremost, we're going to start with stroking ourselves. We are number one. We have to feel really great about ourselves in order to stroke other people. So I've got five tips for you to begin implementing in your life. First and foremost is you want to love yourself. You want to love yourself fully. The good parts, the bad parts, and the parts that are constantly changing. As we age, so many things change. Our body parts change. Our philosophy, our mindset, the culture, the environment, the economy. So you know, you can sit here and you can hate it all, or you can like, you know, push your push it back and not welcome it or and embrace it. Um, but I want to encourage you to love all, including yourself. Secondly, I want you to consider scheduling some time for yourself. You're going to see a lot of things on social media, a lot of coaches, a lot of people are going to say, take time for yourself. You know, taking time for yourself isn't selfish. It's really not. It's really, really needed. So develop a schedule, develop a time frame on a daily basis that works for you, that allows yourself 15, 20 minutes or more of self-care time. Self-care is reading a book. Maybe it's washing your hair. (laughs) Maybe it's just sitting outside, having a cup of coffee with no distractions. Maybe self-care is really just like outlining some goals and some dreams or booking a trip. Um, It doesn't mean you have to go shopping and go get massages and all that. Like really self-care is like really taking care of your mindset and your mind. So like, what do you need to do? And then I always encourage everyone to put that on your calendar. So put it in your planner, put it on your phone, put it on the refrigerator. If there's like a family calendar on there so that your friends, your family members and anybody else in your household, they know that time is for you. All right, the next one is kind of challenging, but I think you can do it. It's release control. So many of us want to control everything. They want to control the people. They want to ensure the way people drive and how we shop and how people eat. Like, stop worrying about all that. You can only control yourself. So stay focused on that. And by releasing control, it encourages other people to take initiative, take ownership, And you may find that they're super successful. 
or you may find they're failing. Regardless, it's going to be a really great lesson that they learn and you learn as well. So just release that control. I want to encourage you to have grace and faith. Have grace. Have grace for yourself. Have grace for other people. Once you release that control that I just mentioned, you're going to have more grace for yourself and for other people. And have faith. It's all going to work out. And embrace the journey. So if you're having grace, you're releasing control, and you have faith, you're going to know that everything happens for a reason. You're going to take those obstacles and turn them into opportunities. So just be patient and just embrace the journey. My fifth tip for you for stroking yourself is remember to have fun. Life is short. Life is precious. We're only here for a little bit of time. Why wouldn't you enjoy life and have fun? Book the trip, find a hobby, go for the walk, go play tennis, go play pickleball, go for a bike ride, go next door, don't go next door. Whatever it means to you that means have fun, I want you to really schedule that and really go and do it. If you think about it, maybe you need to have fun like once a week. I try to have fun every single day, but some of you that may be really challenging and you may be like, yeah, right, find 30 minutes for some fun time. All right, so let's talk about stroking your partner. This is super, super important. If you stroke your partner, they're going to stroke you too in other ways. Maybe some ways that you need and you want. In some ways, you're like, oh, I didn't know I needed to run at that. So uh, my first tip for stroking your partner is going to be to show them love. And I always reference the five love, love languages by Gary Chapman. What makes your partner feel loved? I love using the example of quality time because so many times we have different definitions or ideas of quality time. So if quality time is your partner's love language, that means that they want you to be together. They want to have conversations with you. Being on the couch with one on one end and one on the other is not necessarily quality time. Going to an event, going out may not be their idea of quality time. They're looking for that connection with just you. So think about that. Um, being present is another thing that I think is super, super important. That's going to be my second tip on there. When we're talking about that quality time, be present. Have a conversation. Engage. Take note of what they're talking about. Take note of what they're doing. Take note of what they're wearing and compliment them. So by being present, you're creating a connection and your partner is going to feel that. I also want you to listen with intention. This can be super hard, super challenging, uh, but stop scrolling on your phone. Stop getting distracted. You know, give your partner your respect and your time and your intention, and then engage with them. I typically will ask my husband, okay, I'm listening. Am I listening to respond? Am I listening to give you my opinion? Or am I just listening? You just need me to be an ear right now. So really defining what they need when you're in that state of listening is super important. That will help you as well. Validating their feelings, emotions, perspectives, and thoughts is also another way to stroke your partner. So by validating them, you're saying, I hear you, I see you, I'm here for you. Whether it's even giving them a hug and holding them 
or saying, you know, you did a really great job. You did everything that you could have done. Or, you know, you can kind of say I'm proud of them for taking the leap of faith or taking ownership or having a, that was a really brave of you. So like validating their feelings, their emotions, their philosophy will go a really, really long way. And when you're looking for that validation, they're going to be more inclined to do that as well. My fifth tip for stroking your partner is going to be to show appreciation. I think a lot of times we take a lot of people and things for granted and we just assume that they're going to be there or that's their job or they're the man or they're the woman of the house. No. So make sure to show appreciation, whether it's buying flowers, buying a card, handwritten note. Uh, I always make sure to thank my husband for taking out the trash, unloading the dishwasher, making me breakfast. I do all those things. I'm really grateful for them and I really, really appreciate them. But I also know if I acknowledge it, he's going to continue doing it as well. So those are my tips for stroking your, your partner. All right, moving into the professional realm of the podcast and video. So I'm going to be talking about how to stroke your employer and then stroke your employee. So first and foremost, I want to start with your employer. So if you are working at a company and you have a boss, which most of you probably do have a boss, whether it's the CEO, the founder, or it's a manager, you really want to be engaged. So with, in order to be engaged, you really need to determine, do you want to be there? Do you like the job? Do you like the role? Do you connect with the mission? Are you really there for the right reason? And as an employer, our hope is that you do want to be there. But if you don't want to be there, my advice to you is to get out now. Don't waste their resources, time, and money, nor yours. So first and foremost, figure out if you want to be there. If you do, jump right in and go with my tip number two, which is to contribute. So contribute to meetings, contribute to others, contribute to the mission, the long-term goals. And that means speaking up. That means being present. That means engaging with other individuals thinking outside of the box, or bringing new ideas to the table. So how can you contribute to the mission? That'll be a really great way to make it known to your employer you actually care for the company. Dressing for success is my third tip. I don't know how many times people get really complacent and don't actually care about their appearance, and it's super, super important. So I want you to dress for the part that you have and for the part that you want in the future. So if you want to be a manager or a leader or the president of the company, dress like it. It's gonna be noticed. I can't tell you how many times I have employees come to work and they're just in relax mode. And it's like, I have a mentor coming, I have a banker coming, I have someone coming that's super, super important. They are a reflection of me. So I want them to look their very best. If they don't, whoever's coming to me with me is not going to really think I have that great of an employees because of the appearance dress for success and dress for the role that you want to have. I want to encourage you to also be professional. What does that mean? That means being on time, adhering to deadlines, setting a good example, not gossiping, keeping your workspace really clean and organized, uh, considering what you're talking about at the workplace 
Uh, definitely don't want to be talking about drinking, doing drugs, and all those things, but you also don't want to be talking about coworkers. That is really negative and it doesn't help with the culture or the morale of the company. And I also want to encourage you not to hook up with any of your coworkers or your boss. You could be a really, really great employee and you could be soaring up that ladder, but if something were to happen and you were to cross that line, none of that is going to matter. No one's going to think about that. No one's going to remember that. They're just going to remember that you hooked your way up, slept your way up, things like that. So keep a professional to eliminate any of that negativity. And then my final thought process for stroking your employer is to be a team member. And that means supporting your boss, supporting their ideas, their thought process, buying into some initiatives, bringing your own initiatives to the table, assisting other team members, encouraging them. I know a lot of times we have people on our teams that are maybe lacking confidence or they're insecure and they really need people like us to say, you can do it. Let's go. So encourage your team members as well. Lend a hand, lend an ear when needed and be positive. That's going to make you a really, really great team member and your employer is going to take note of that. And those are all really great ways to enhance your work environment, your work relationship with your boss, and also your income. My final stroke it in this segment is going to be stroke your employee. And this is super, super important. It's really important for retaining employees, boosting around culture, and for recruitment as well. So if you do have some employees, you're going to definitely want to take note of these five tips First and foremost is you want to respect their time and their needs. So let's just take if they have a family and they need to do drop off or late pickup and things like that, or doctor's appointments, be flexible. Um, I had two different team members on my team. One worked the morning shift, one worked the afternoon shift. And they, at the end of the day, all of the roles and all the responsibilities were taken care of by these two team members and they worked in tandem because they had that flexible schedule. I also think it's important too, if you're going to have a team member work on a project for you, that you're really, really clear with your direction, your desired outcomes, the information you're looking for, and the deadline as well. That's going to be super, super important. Um, Once again, I'm going to talk about appreciation. Showing your appreciation to your employees is super, super important. They want to know that they're making a difference, that you see the value in them, that they're adding and contributing to the company and that it's being acknowledged. So you can do that through a variety of different ways. Um, I love sending Slack messages, emails, text messages, but I also like noting that at staff meetings, at award ceremony, I typically will do bonuses or I'll buy meals. And I do a lot of, I didn't already say this, handwritten notes to all of my team members as well. In addition to showing your appreciation, I think kudos is super, super important. So making sure that you give them a great job. Hey, you really wowed us. That was a really great idea. Um, Giving them kudos is super, super important as well because it boosts their confidence and it boosts um, just their, their mindset as well where they want to continue doing a really great job so they can get that positive feedback. 
Speaking of feedback, it's really important to be really honest with your feedback. There's a lot of times that it's uncomfortable or we don't know how to say things, but giving feedback to your employees is super, super beneficial, not only for their personal development, but for the company as a whole. It really helps with uh, everyone's growth and that will actually grow your bottom line as well. Um, Another way to take care of and stroke your employees, not literally, is to provide an open and safe area for conversation. I think this is super and super important for teams, whether it's a large business or small business, allowing your team members to have conversations with you. So I do one-on-ones once a month where there's dedicated office time that I'm available in our lobby. So if any of my team members need to get me and bring up maybe a concern or they have a question or an idea, This is really great dialogue as well. I've been able to have conversations with team members that weren't really happy about a certain situation or with another team member. And I was able to smooth all of that over. If I didn't create that open space, that conversation that would have festered, they probably would have gotten into it with that team member or possibly left my organization as a whole. So you definitely don't want that. Plus a lot of your team members have really great ideas Maybe they don't have the confidence to bring it up at a staff meeting or in front of a bunch of different people. So allowing them that time one-on-one with you, you can have that conversation and then you can start to think about their long-term commitment, position, or role within your organization. Possibilities are endless. And my fifth tip for taking care of your employees is to pay them. And I think it's super, super important to award your team members that do a really great job. With my company, everyone gets brought in around the same amount of money. That way we can manage the egos and everybody starts at the same level and works their way up. Uh, This has been really great for our organization. And then we reward them. So if they do a really great job within 60 or 90 days, they get a pay increase. They get annual increases. They get increases for awards. And I typically will approach them about a pay raise or an increase in their pay before they approach me. With that being said, a lot of employees fear asking for more money. They don't have the confidence to ask for a raise or they don't know how to. So by paying them what they're worth and eliminating that struggle, you'll be able to retain your employees as well. And if you are an employee and you're listening to this about the pay, document everything that you do on a monthly basis. What value are you adding? How are you contributing? How are you showing up? So if you do have a meeting with your employer and you're talking about like reviewing or pay raises or compensation, you can like filter back to those and say, hey, I was able to do this and I was able to do this and I brought this to the team. Sometimes your, your leaders don't know where that great idea came from because someone is lacking confidence or they're worried about another team member, so they don't give credit where credit is due, which is really, really unfortunate. So make sure to take the credit, ask for the raise, outline your value and your contribution, and you're definitely going to soar. So once again, these are all really great tips. These are straight out of my book. These are also listed on my podcast, and they're just great ways to boosting your inner self-peace, worth, and happiness, but also contributing to the relationships that you have personally and professionally. If you felt this was super powerful or really helpful, definitely give me a review, drop a comment, 
or even send this to five of your friends that could benefit from hearing from this. Thanks for tuning in and happy stroking. Thanks for listening to the Stroke It podcast today. If you want to stroke me, please consider giving me a five-star review, sharing this podcast with five of your favorite friends or someone you may think could benefit from the podcast, and consider joining my collective. It's completely free for the first 30 days, and you can go to jennysfreegift.com.